Welcome to the podcast version of Taproot TV, where weekly we share with you information for root cause analysis to analyze and fix the real root causes of problems at your company. Working together, we are all changing the way the world solves problems. So let's get straight to this week's episode. Welcome back to our Great Investigator series. I'm Benna Dortch, and I'm here with Ken Reed. And over the last few weeks, Ken's been having interviews with Mark Paradise, the author of The Seven Traits of a Great Root Cause Analysis Facilitator. The first interview you all did was based mainly on investigate the interviewing and the evidence collection part of an investigation. And right. this time, you all are talking more about the actual root cause analysis phase. That's right. Yeah. The, the first one was, uh, of course, you, you got to gather the data first. And Mark uh, had some great thoughts on that. He had some really good uh, uh, experiences and stories about yeah, what stories he was thinking of, of, of why he decided to, to write that particular paper. Uh, the second uh, half of this that we did in this last piece was uh, more uh, talking about human error and uh, uh, how a lot of times we think human error is the root cause, and yet taproot kind of shows that that's not necessarily the case. So um, we're gonna we had a little more, more discussions on on actual root causes and finding those during as a great investigator. That was an interesting topic. Mm, it it was, really very was interesting. It was fun to talk about. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it. Here's Mark and Ken with the final segment of the seven traits of what makes a great root cause analysis facilitator. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, again, uh, I'm Ken Reed, and uh, we're back again with Mark Paradise, and we're talking about the great the traits of a great investigator. And this is continuing from our last session. Uh, last session, we talked a little bit about uh, not jumping to conclusions. We talked about um, getting the why, the where, the what happened before the whys, and then also talking uh, about making sure that we're looking beyond just single root causes. And uh, we have a few more things that kind of uh, show some great examples of great investigators. So, so yeah, I think I think the next three of the seven were they they dig deeper to find root causes, they find root causes that are fixable, right. and when they find those, they recommend effective corrective actions. Right. And then the last one, number seven, sort of ties everything together, and that's they know what they're doing. So the the next three from the last segment um, really have to do about root cause analysis. And in my mind, that just brings to mind the root cause tree. Uh, how many people have you seen that do an investigation and they say, human error, that's the root cause? <laughs> I swear I see that on just about every investigation that does that. So a lot, of, in fact, I've seen chat forums on the internet where people argue about, is human error a root cause? Okay. Well, for us, human error is just the start of the investigation. It's a causal factor. And we take that human error through the root cause tree, and we can find reasons why human error occurs. And, and the other way to think about that is the root cause, the next thing you do is find things that are fixable. So we find fixable things that we can correct good practices that you can implement that'll keep that human error from happening again. Just telling somebody human error is not really a fixable thing. We not a fixable thing, but, but you can find fixable things. That's, that's, right. the, that's the point. And the root cause tree helps you do that. It provides a systematic process to do that. Um, and, and then the way the taproot system works is once you've found that in the root cause tree, you found those fixable things. We actually have a a, another section called the corrective action helper that actually gives you ideas where well, you found that root cause, here's how you fix it. Right. So that so that you really are fixing the root causes of the problems and keeping them from happening right. again. With kind of industry best practice ways of fixing those, right? So what, so what you see with good investigators is they're able to do that. What you see with not so good investigators is that they they say human error is the root cause and then they what recommend let's do some training right in fact i had somebody told me admiral rickover told them there's only two 
root causes for all human error kind of things. And either the person wasn't trained right or they just purposely didn't follow the <laughs> procedure. And therefore, to fix it, you just got to figure out which one of those two it is and do it. So, you know, in the Navy, there was it's obvious you do more training or... <laughs> There's some discipline we'll throw uh, in there. Well, well, we'll just call it discipline because we'll we're not going to use Navy terminology. So, <laughs> so at any rate, they, uh, that, there obviously was more you could learn about human performance and a lot more ways to improve human performance than just doing the training again. Right. Oh, right. And so that's what the tree's all about is getting you to find those root causes and fix them. And the last point on here was that they, they know what they're doing. And I think that's what really... Uh, for instance, the five-day course is all about, the five-day taproot course is all about being a team leader that knows what they're doing. And and you don't want to go into, yeah, well, first off, your first investigation, you don't want it to be the Columbia disaster or Deepwater Horizon some kind of fatality or West Texas or, or right. some other big fatality where the press is there and the helicopters are flying around <laughs> and... When the news people have a microphone in your face. You don't want to be that investigator for your first investigation. Right. So you really want to learn what to do and then practice it. And the five-day course really lays out most of what you need to know as a team leader. And then you go back and you practice that. You practice that and practice that and learn from what you do. On your normal t- kind of problems. And, that you, and you hope you never have a big investigation that's to right. use it on. I mean, that's really, if you're successful, you learn from the small things and don't have major investigations to do. But if you have a major investigation, you have practiced and you feel confident about what you're doing. And you can go in there and do a good investigation and find root causes and fix them. Right. And be sure that that won't happen again, which is the whole point of all this is being sure that it won't happen again. Um, I, you know, people, people tell me um, stories about what they've done improving performance at their facility. And this one guy came up to me in the summit and said, hey, Mark, I'd really like to thank you for what you do. And I said, what do you mean, thank me for what I do? And he said, well, you know, we're a small refinery up in Canada, and we used to have, well, we, we had people get hurt all the time, but we used to probably once every year, every other year, we'd have a fatality. And we started using taproot, and we started fixing the root causes of problems, and we haven't had a fatality since, and it's been like four years now. And so there's at least a couple people up there who, you know, were alive and wouldn't have been otherwise. Went home to their families. And, right. Yeah, exactly. And so we've... We've really improved performance, and I want to thank you for that. And he said, but that's not it. When I come here to the summit and see all these other people using this, I think there's hundreds or even thousands of facilities out there using Taproot, and they're all doing this. And so you're probably saving hundreds or thousands of people a year. And so that's what I want to thank you for. And that really got me thinking, well, it isn't just us. It's those hundreds or thousands of people out there who are doing good investigations, who are exhibiting the traits of a good investigator, and and they're the ones who deserve the credit because they're the ones getting it done in the field. Yeah. And that really is the the you know sort of thing purpose, warms your yeah. heart that, that you're saving people's lives and you're really preventing injuries and and you're improving quality and you're improving the reliability of your systems and. Um, you're just making your place a better place to work by yeah. using Taproot. I think sometimes we, we think of these things in esoteric terms of, you know, we want to do better and do good investigations, but we forget the concrete results that we get out of these right, investigations, right. Out, the, of a, out of a quality investigation. What you're accomplishing. So, yeah, there's a purpose to this. Yep. Yeah, so terrific. 
Well, great. Well, thanks very much, Mark. I really appreciate it. Uh, this was a, uh, nice to be able to talk to the author of, the, of a paper that has some really great comments in here and, and good, good ideas on how to become an investigator and kind of flesh out what we're, what we're looking at there. So thank you very much. It was an awesome talk to you. You're welcome. Thanks. thanks. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the video version of this episode, visit our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Please visit us on our website at taproot.com for up-to-date information and blog articles designed to help you excel in your performance improvement program. And please sign up for our newsletter so you'll get the notifications of when new information is released, where we're teaching around the world and all things Taproot. We will see you next time on our podcast version of Taproot TV.